The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something with your host, Ty Maynard. We're the starting point for sales professionals and business owners who want to gain more clients, score higher margins, and not be left behind in sales and business. Now, here's Ty Maynard. Hello, everyone. Hello, and welcome to the show. Welcome to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something, where our goal every week is to help you in your quest to be the best in sales, business, and life. And we're going to continue with part two. We had an awesome show last week, and I want to thank everyone that reached out to us to let us know how much they enjoyed the show, how much they gained. And, you know, we really appreciate that. If if you think we're doing a good job, let us know. And if there are uh, topics you'd like to have us cover, we want to know that also. So this show, the title is Keys to Developing a winning sales and business strategy for the new year, part two. And we may as well add life strategy as well because that's what we're about also. And I'd like to share a quote with you. Abraham Lincoln once said, Things do come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. And truer words have never been spoken. There are some people currently waiting for the new year before they develop a game plan for the new year. Now is the time to establish or refine your game plan to make the new year the best year for you, your clients, and your company. And to help us with that, we have my guest back from last week, Dr. Jomo Cousins. And for those of you who did not listen last week, you definitely want to go back and catch that show as well. And as a matter of fact, Dr. Cousins and I, we've done two additional shows. We did uh, one called Check Up from the Neck Up. I think that was in May or June. And uh, we did another one. I can't, I can't remember what it is, but look for his shows. But let me tell you about Dr. Cousins. Jomo Cousins is currently a pastor. He also is a stimulating motivational speaker, accomplished corporate trainer, and passionate champion of coaching in the workplace. And his extensive background as an investor, real estate agent, athlete, coach, author, and business owner has facilitated organizations into revolutionizing their corporate culture by effective coaching and offering the most advanced research-driven services in the industry. His personal philosophy is for people to maximize their leverage in life and in the workplace and spiritually now. Jomo was drafted to the NFL from Florida A&M, where he earned a business degree in business economics. And while in the NFL, he had the unique experience of working with other professionals that possessed the same amazing work ethic, self-motivation, and dedication that he has. And he's used the same qualities to inspire and motivate his audiences to ensure that they take their business to the highest level of success. And now he's doing that as a pastor. And Jomo, thank you very much for coming back to the show. Well, my friend, always a great opportunity uh, to share wisdom. And I just thank you for the, the opportunity again to share with your listening audience 
as always, uh, it's just a great time uh, fellowshipping and sharing ideas. Uh, for they say, iron sharpens iron, and a friend strengthens the confidence of a friend. So ultimately, the goal is for us to continue to share ideas, sharpen each other. And ultimately, if we can give some ideas, keys, some insight on characteristics of successful people, man, it's all good. I thank you for the opportunity. Oh, my pleasure. You know, and I and I, I I'm serious, but I joke about it also because you and I we have these conversations several times a week in many instances. So I tell my audience that hey, you're just going to sit in on what we normally talk about during the week, and we want to continue, Jomo, with what we were talking about last week about just what does it take to be uh, successful consistently and that was the other topic we had we we had a show I believe in August it was called The Psychology of Sustainable Success so we're going to continue in that vein and let's talk about what it takes to be successfully continually how to turn these so-called failures or temporary defeats into long-term successes well you know the first key thing I thought about is mindset just the word alone mindset I looked it up today. It says a fixed mental attitude or disposition that predetermines a person's response to and interpretations of situations. Number two, it says an inclination or a habit. Now, I could break that all down, but just the first part, a fixed mental attitude. Okay, what do you mean by that? Well, guess what? There's going to be some good days. There's going to be some bad days, but there's a, a fixed mental attitude. I am a winner. I am a winner. I'm not a victim. I'm a victor. Yes, it looks like I'm down now, but I won't be down for long. A mindset. I'm going to get up. I'm on top. I always win. And sometimes we'll feel, well, you know, life is hitting me. I'm down. But understand I'm only down temporarily. What I've told people over and over again, you may be going through a tough season right now in your life, but your mindset is, I'm in a drive-thru. I'm not going to turn my dry season into a buffet. I'm not going to wallow in it. This is just temporary. So I first off have have a fixed mental attitude. I'm a winner. I win. I will be successful. The key component to being successful is to believe it's so when it's not so. I had a great friend that said this to me. You must believe it's so when it's not so in order for it to be so. I'm going to say it again. (laughs) You must believe it's so when it is not so in order for it to be so. You have to almost believe it's already done before you start it, and that's the key to victory. As you study great people, the, I heard this great story about Walt Disney. They were interviewing his wife, and he had passed away. And they looked at the wife, and, and they said, you know what, Miss Disney, you must feel sad that Walt never got to see Disney World Orlando. And she looked at the interviewer and smiled. She says, if he didn't see it, you wouldn't be sitting in it right now. What was he saying? He saw it in his mind's eye. He never walked in it in the natural, but he walked it out before it got there. He already saw it before it was ever there. He believed it was so, but it wasn't so, and it became so. 
So the key thing is we have this, have this mental disposition that is already done, and what I'm doing on a daily basis is carry, carrying out the daily mundane, uh, at times almost remedial. It seems like, why am I doing it over and over again? Why am I keep making the call? Why am I keep doing the discipline, the consistency? But guess what? Successful people have made the rudimentary things of life normal. And see, that's the key thing. At times we feel like, well, well, I don't want to keep repeating myself. No, no, that is what successful people do. I used to define success as this, duplicatable and predictable income. That's success. Once you can duplicate and predict your income, you have become successful. The key in everyone is we're trying to find out how can we get there. So, number one, I must have a fixed mental attitude, a disposition that predetermines my response. What do you mean by that? Perfect example. Now, I've had a crazy week. My daughter, for some reason, I, I was giving her a vitamin, and she took the vitamin and put it in her ear. Now, I'm thinking to myself, this is not a big deal. But all of a sudden, I look, and she pushed it in towards I couldn't get it. So then I turned my daughter upside down. And now I'm trying to get this tablet out. And I'm thinking to myself, how did I get here? Now, you may not have the same story, but guess what? There's certain things that happen in your mind like, how did this happen? But I made up in my mind, even though this is a curveball, even though we have to go to the doctor, even though the doctor had to get it out, this will still be a good day. Why? I have a predetermined disposition that in spite of what may come my way, I still win. I learned something. I grew from it. I'm getting better. So what I have to do is there will be things that hit you, but you must make up in your mind that you win. Perfect example. In football, cornerbacks, uh, they tell them when they train a cornerback to have a short memory. Why? Because you may have a bad play. And if you think about that bad play, Guess what? You have a bad game. So I have to have this predetermined mindset. Number two, it says a habit. What do you mean? You have to develop this habit of consistency. My wife laughs at me sometimes. She's like, Jomo, you're like a clock. I said, you know, love, I have studied successful people. And successful people do particular things on a consistent basis. So I tell my students, success leaves clues. And all I do, I live my life picking up clues. And as I pick up clues, I create a mindset that, and once you get that mindset right and in the right position, it does not matter what comes your way. As a young salesman, crazy story, I used to work in... um, Casa Grande, Arizona. Now, Jomo, where are you coming from this story? I know it's crazy. I was an NFL player, got hurt, and all of a sudden I was in transition. I was selling trailer homes in the middle of the desert. Now, this is sales 101. Mm-hmm. And I had a partner that was selling the sales homes with me. His, I call him Angle Man. And I laugh at it now, but what it was, he would be in his car every day. Tony Robbins, Zig Ziglar. And what was he doing? Now, he was selling more than me, but he, he had a mindset that I didn't have then. Now I understand what he was doing. 
He was preparing his mind. And man, when he came into the office, he was like a machine. And I realized today it was his mindset. Because you know that's a that's ahead, a very that's, I'll talk that's, all day, man. Go ahead. <laughs> jump that's in. a very good point. I mean, you said so much I could chew on, but I you know, I was reading something the other day and you read the same book. Uh we'll probably talk about it when we come back. Uh, or start talking about it a little bit, but outwitting the devil by Napoleon Hill, and I, I, I know you have some comments on that. But he said something in the book. He said, "My experience has taught me that a man is never quite so near success as when that which he calls failure has overtaken him. Huh. For it is on occasions of this sort that he is forced to think. If he thinks accurately and with persistence." He discovers that so-called failure usually is nothing more than a signal to rearm himself with a new plan or purpose. Wow. 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 And, he's, and check this out. The, the, the last sentence was, most real failures are due to limitations which men set up in their own minds. Wow. I and if they had it. the courage, if they had the courage to go one step further, they would discover their error, and ultimately success. So that goes back to what you're saying about mindset. And the gentleman that you said was listening to all of these people in his vehicle as he went around, you know, I, I have some property and I'm looking for tenants right now. By the way, anyone listening, if you need space in Riverview, Florida, give me a call. I'll give you my number. But uh, this one broker, he helped me find a, a really big tenant you know, six years ago, seven years ago, and they were an excellent uh, client, uh, tenant. So I called him again when it was time for me to, you know, lease that space again. And he had a young guy that he was training. And I told a young guy, I said, listen, if you want to be successful, find someone who is already successful and you do whatever you see them do as long as obviously it's with integrity. So if they get in at 630, that's when you come in, 6.30 a.m. If they get back in from the field at 6.30, that's what you do. If you see them make 11 calls, that's what you do. As you said, success leaves clues. And it's quite simple. If someone is around you that's accomplishing the goals that you're looking to accomplish, find out what they're doing and do it. And, you know, we're going to have to go ahead and take our first break. But when we come back, I want to continue the conversation uh, so we can give them some ideas to help them come up with a winning sales business and even life strategy that they can get started on right now for the new year. So it's time for us to take our first break. It's going to be a short one. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. I'm your host, Ty Maynard, and my guest today is Dr. J, Dr. Jomo Cousins, and we will talk to you again on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? 
Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Tune in for What About Wealth every week to learn the vital answers to your questions about creating wealth, investing it, donating it, and protecting it. Your hosts are Rich Bloomfield and Rick Durfee, who explain the principles that govern wealth in terms you can understand. Building and preserving positive wealth requires correct action, but few people know how wealth really works. Listen every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel and find the answers you need about wealth. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Ty Maynard or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or you can send an email to Ty at TyMaynerGroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R Group.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something, and I'm your host, Ty Maynard, and my guest today is Dr. Jomo Cousins, and our goal today is to give you some keys to developing a winning sales, business, and life strategy for the new year, and the best time to get started is right now. In the first segment, we were talking about Having the right mindset, that's one of the first keys to being successful consistently. And we're going to continue with that thought. Jomo, go ahead and continue where, where you left off, buddy. You know, much of what we spoke about today consists on making the decision whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you're both right. One key thing that I really got from this that's really helped me consistently in life is this statement. Uh, Your mindset must be stronger than your environment. Uh, Your mindset must be stronger than your environment. Great example is a thermometer reflects the temperature of the environment. It simply reacts to what's happening around it. If the temperature is hot, it's hot. If it's cold, it's cold. But a thermostat, on the other hand, regulates the environment. It sets the desired temperature of whatever room it's in. So you may be in a bad market right now, but just because you're in a bad market doesn't mean you have to have a bad year, bad week, or bad day. You may be in a great market. doesn't mean that you can't make it excellent. So what I realize is many times in my life people say, well, this won't work or that won't work. I say, no, no, that is your paradigm. My paradigm is I will win, I will be successful. Because I realized that I control my environment. Now, I was a crazy speaker. <laughs> and I mean, just my mindset. I would tell people, I said, you know, once I step in the room, I believe the atmosphere is going to change. I'm a game changer. Now, people would call that pride. It's not pride. I have built my mind to the place that, you know what, I'm a difference maker. 
That's where we all want to be because if you can make a difference, if you can make an impact on someone's life, guess what? The value will find you because you're a rainmaker. Now, we're going to jump into some mindsets that uh, I jotted down that key mindsets to confirm daily. I would tell my clients, you need to read these to yourself every single day because you have to confirm your mindset because we want it to become a habit. We want it to be ingrained, entrenched in your mind. Number one mindset that you need to confirm daily, accept rejection as normal and deal with it. Now, see, as you know, my friend Ty, this is one of the things people struggle with. Right. They get one day of too many no's, and all of a sudden they, they go on a pity party. No, accept rejection as normal and deal with it. I remember the story you told me about your copiers when you were selling copiers when you first started in sales. And you got no after no after no after no, but you made up in your mind that my family is more important than a no. That's right. My legacy is more important than a no. And I can't let one no, two no, a thousand no's stop my destiny. That's right. That's right. And, you know, I played a game with myself uh, when I heard the word no, N-O. I automatically, in my mind, I heard not N-O, I heard K-N-O-W, no. I said, at this point, they don't know enough yet to be interested. (laughs) They don't know enough yet. They don't know enough yet to say yes. So, and people need to understand that if people say no to you, you're not going to (laughs) die. That's not the worst thing that can happen to you. As a matter of fact, that's a part of the process. You have to get the no's, the N-O's, to get to the yes. Absolutely. I forgot the exact statistics on it, but I I believe after five no's is when most would get their yes. So many times people fail because they never even get in the game. The first right. no, they tap out. They say, no, you know, I can't go further. No, no. Much like you said, my no means you need more information. Key right. thing, I'm just going to keep giving you more information because the product I have is so valuable to you that you need it. That's right. So, first one, number one, accept rejection is normal, deal with it. Number two, start every day at zero. Now, this was one thing I used to really harp on with my clients. I'd get on the phone with a client, and they would tell me all the business and all the transactions, and they're so excited. And I would just think about Janet Jackson when she says, what have you done for me lately? They say, but Jomo, I have five deals in the pipeline, ten deals in the pipeline. I'm closing a million dollars this month. I said, that's wonderful. What have you done for me lately? But Jomo, you don't understand. I said, no, I do understand. Guess what? We're, we're talking about the past. What new leads? What new business? Start your day at zero. If you start your day at zero, you work differently. You work as if you have no business. When I mean start at zero, act as if you have no leads, no past clients. Start at zero. Start from scratch. Why? It gives you a different mentality. I know many times when clients had a, a lot of deals in their pipeline, they get excited and they're happy. I said, that's wonderful. What have you done for me lately? Because the goal is you always have to be looking in the future. Every coach would say you're only as good as your last game. You're only as good as your last song. You're only as good as the last thing you did. Today is a new day. So I must start every day at zero. Number three, I'm in control of my mindset. I'm in control of my mindset. What I'm 
I would tell my clients, I say, you know what? One thing I never want you to do is uh, check voicemail before you start your day or email. Get into your lead generation mindset first. Because voicemail, as you know, or email can, guess what, change your mindset. You get the wrong voicemail, you get the wrong email, all of a sudden it controls your day. I said, no, you'll get it, but let's work on getting some new business. Control your mindset. It's amazing. Even today, as I teach people every Sunday and Wednesdays, and I'm always speaking, every now and then you get a call or something that will affect your mindset. And what I used to do, uh, when I was traveling around the country, what I would do, I would tell myself this. This is the most important hour today. And I would do my presentation. And I, two hours later, I'd be somewhere else. And I'd sit to myself. I said, Jomo, this is your most empower, important meeting for the day. And guess what? I may have six important meetings in one day, but I would prep my mind that this is the most important meeting because guess what? Yeah, you're excited at the first meeting, but by that fifth or sixth meeting, guess what? You're a little tired. So I would pump myself up and say this is the most important. My goal was I was trying to get my mind in the right place to, to where my faculties were working, to where I can perform at the highest level. I control my mindset. You know, let me say something on that also because you you talked about starting at zero and and mindset and that is so 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 important. Uh several years ago I had a gentleman that I was speaking for his company and it turns out uh he wanted to become a, a a speaker, a trainer and developer and training and development and he said, well, you know, I'm about to retire from this company and I have this size pension. So I think this would help me. It'll give me two years. So if I don't sell anything, if I don't get any business, I can still cover and carry myself for two years. And I listened to him talk. And when he finished, I said, can I, can I give you uh, some feedback? And he said, sure. I said, okay, if you go into business with the mindset you just shared with me, that you have this, this uh, buffer that, that can cover you and protect you, I say you will use every dime of it, <laughs> you know. I said, but if you go into the mindset, if you go in with the mindset that you have no buffer, you have no money. As a matter of fact, if you don't sell something every day, your family won't eat. I say you'll be successful, and he changed his mindset. He went in with the mindset that if I don't sell something, if every day. My family won't eat. And he called me. He thanked me. He said, because, you know, he said after two years, he said, I had to use very little of my reserves because my mindset was totally different. You know, Todd, that's such a key statement. Um, I was studying salespeople in reference to automotive sales. And they said, if the trainer told the person that if you sell a car in the first month, you would be successful. Or if you sold a car in three months, you'd be successful. Most people would sell in the amount of time that the instructor told them to sell in. And based on that, their success level was determined by how quickly they could turn it around. So that's why I so keep whatever uh, barometer or whatever limitation a person puts on you, 
Man, try to make that thing as tight as possible, because if you think you have room for error, you're going to take it. You're going to take the extra time. No, I'm starting at zero. What can I do today to get myself to the next level? I can't take yesterday's breakthrough into today. I need to get another one today. That's right. That's right. That's right. We got. We have a couple more minutes. What else you have for us before our next break? Before next break, I'm a hunter and not a farmer. I know you'd love this, my hunting friend. <laughs> That's I'm right. A hunter, <laughs> not a farmer. Meaning, uh, we've been all 1099s. Well, most of the audience have been 1099s, independent contractors. Meaning, if I don't kill something, I don't eat. If I don't sell something, I don't eat. Now, there's a blessing and a curse for that because guess what? There's no stability, but there is unlimited income, unlimited yes. potential. Now you can look at the downside and say, well, how am I going to make it? You're going to make it because you're going to sell something. You're going to make it because you're a hunter because if you don't hunt, you don't eat. And, man, I loved it because, yes, there's a downside, but I don't focus on the downside because my mind is set on the upside. When I was training real estate agents, uh, they were <clears throat> certain realtors, they were a billion dollar agents. What I mean by that, career sales, billion dollars in volume. And they did a book on them. And the one key thing they said, they were all hunters and not farmers. Not saying farming's a bad thing. I'm just saying by the time I plant a seed, by the time I water a seed, by the time I, I take the weeds out, by the time the next season, the next harvest, I still have not eaten yet. But as a hunter, I can go out, get something, and eat today. Every day I need to eat. So every day I need to be hunting. Now my question to your audience is, how often do you want to get paid? I don't know about you. I like to get paid every day of the week. So that is your desire. You need to be hunting every day of the week. That's right. That's right. And I'm going to come when we come back. I, I have a, a story about that, that hunting versus the farmer thing. So that's good stuff, man. I appreciate that. Hey, it's time for us to take our second break. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. I am your host, Ty Maynard, and my guest today is Dr. J, Dr. Jomo Cousins. And our goal today is to provide you with keys to developing a winning sales, business, and life strategy for the new year. Stay tuned. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network today's business marketplace is becoming increasingly global thanks to technologies that didn't even exist a few short years ago your business might be a startup or you might be one of the global 500 either way you're probably looking at customers and competitors in faraway regions Listen for Global Reach with host Tay Rivez as she brings together experts, ideas, and listeners to help you anywhere in the world. Global Reach is broadcast every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Does money drive you or does it serve you? When you listen to money in your life, you'll discover the answer to that question. Tune in as hosts Brian Barr and Ann Hutchins bring you thought-provoking discussions designed to help you understand and assess exactly how money operates in your life. 
Take control of your personal finances. Money in Your Life is broadcast live every Friday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Make your money work for you. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. listening to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Ty Mayner or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or you can send an email to Ty at TyMaynerGroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R Group.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. You're listening to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something. I am your host, Ty Maynard. My guest today is Dr. Jomo Cousins, and we're talking about how you can come up with a winning strategy to be successful in sales, business, and life in this new year, this upcoming year. And just before the break, we were talking about some key things to be successful. Uh, Dr. Jomo, Jomo said, start at every day at zero. Okay, it's a new day. Don't bring in yesterday into today. If yesterday was a bad day, you're starting fresh today. And the last thing he said was, you're in control of your mindset and also be a hunter and not a farmer. And one of the things I used to love those nature shows, Jomo, and I used to always love to watch the uh, the lions or the, the uh, leopards, uh, stalking its prey and in most cases they identified that the hunter was only successful 25 percent of the time so if if they if they went after a hundred in a month they they only got 25 but they exerted the same amount of energy every time they never went halfway and I never saw a leopard that was depressed. I never saw a lion that say, oh, I just can't go on with life. They accept that that's a part of the process. You're going to have uh, situations where you don't win, but they rest, and then they go right back at it again. If, if we could ever get that mindset that, hey, this is just part of the game. I'm going to win some, I'm going to lose some, but I'm going to give each opportunity to my best. That's the only way to win consistently. You know, and I have I have people say, well, I really don't think we have a good shot at this, but uh, we'll see what happens. I'm like, you just as well not even go after. If that's your mindset going in, you have virtually eliminated your chance of winning. But you, if you go in all out every time, you're going to win more than you lose. What do you think? Absolutely. It's funny, um, some friends of mine took me uh, deep sea fishing this last last weekend. We went about 40 miles out, and the one thing we all understood before we went out there is that we were going to catch fish. <laughs> and here's the reality. Uh, they gave me the first rod, and I prayed, and I caught a nice fish the first time. <laughs> and I was so thankful because I haven't been too fortunate with my fishing, but the I knew there was fish in the water. And here's the reality. There's business out there. Whether you're getting it or not, 
It's out there. There's opportunities for people out there. Last time I checked, the stock market just broke another record. Somebody's making money. Somebody's doing something. So I cannot say it's not happening. It may just not be happening around me. But there's definitely fish in the water. So as a hunter, you must understand that there's a availability. Will there be risk? Absolutely. Will there be failure? Absolutely. But guess what I realized? Every day the fisherman goes back out because guess what? He knows there's fish in the water. And that's why every day when you go out as a hunter, you must already have that predisposition that there is business. There is opportunity for you. That's right. That's right. Okay, you, you, you had a list that you were going down. Share yes, some more yes, with yes. us. My, my next one, my next one, I, I really love this one. I, I told my clients this. He who has the leads has the power. He who has the leads has the power. Now, this is one of my favorites. Uh, clients love this one because here's the key thing. <laughs> if you only have one client and they tell you to do something, like jump, you can say, how high? because you are indebted to them because that's the only person you have. But if you have multiple leads, multiple businesses, multiple streams, now you have power. My whole goal of saying this was to give them the impetus, the motivation to go out and get more opportunities because with more opportunities, you have more options. With more options, you feel powerful. There's nothing worse than feeling hostage to a client you don't like. I don't know if anybody had a client where you had to work with, and you wish you had a better one. You wish you had one that was more amicable. You wish you had one that it was just better. But you couldn't because that's the only one you had. Now, don't leave yourself hostage to a bad client. Go out and get better ones, new ones. That's right. So you know, it should always be, he who has the leads has the power. And I want to have power, so I must be a prospector. Excellent point. Excellent point. And, you know, one of the things I say, if you want to be a better negotiator, have a full pipeline, have a full funnel. You automatically negotiate better when you have several more opportunities that look like the one that you're pursuing. So if you lose this one, you aren't that concerned because you have several more that look just like it. But a lot of times we have just one, one opportunity so what happens is we put all of our emphasis on that one, and you're going to win it or lose it. And as we were talking about uh, last week, Jemmo, based on what your, your closing ratio is, if your closing ratio is 25% and you only have one opportunity working, the odds are against you winning it. Correct. So now you do things that you – basically, if you win it, you go, you've gone in so low that you don't make any money. You compromise. That's right. That's right. Great point. Okay. Sorry about that. I had to jump in there, man. man. That's what it's all about. Uh, My next point is I'm a CEO. I am a CEO. But, Jomo, I work for someone else. Totally understand. But ultimately, you work for yourself. Uh, Every job I ever had, I had a mindset that I was working to promote myself to get to the next level because I realized every job was a stepping stone or it's trying to get me to the next place. And ultimately, I wanted to be in a position where uh, I could make unlimited income. I could do the things I wanted to be. I wanted to be the CEO of me. So mindset, I'm a CEO. What do you mean by that? 
A CEO sees self-improvement, reading books, studying, going back to school as an investment. Many times an employee considers it expense. Mindset, just saying mindset. A CEO is thinking about hiring people. Employees thinking about doesn't make sense. What are you saying? For example, in Todd Duncan's book, High Trust Selling, he made a great statement. There was a very successful salesman, and in the process, he realized his pipeline was getting so full that before you know it, he couldn't prospect anymore because he was dealing with the paperwork of the business and not necessarily generating new business. So this gentleman hired his own assistant out of his pocket and kept on producing. Now, many would say, Jomo, I don't want to, no, no, CEO mentality. Before you know it, the company said, don't worry about it. We will pay for the insistence because you have been so productive. He had a CEO mindset. So my point to you is delegate the things that are not the highest dollar per hour activity. Focus on the things that make you the most money. Prospecting, lead generation, lead follow-up, presentation, negotiations, those things make money. And Ty, I know you as a master negotiator. How much yes, money sir. do you make per hour negotiating? The number is ridiculous. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You know, we were talking about a situation today with... Uh, uh, that I was going to have to negotiate, and they said, well, that's that's not possible. Well, guess what? It was possible. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. So that, to me, for every salesperson, they must identify the things that make them the most dollar-per-hour activities, and from there, get as much time per day working on the things that make you the most money. That's right. That's right. And eliminate the the time wasters. Correct. And it can be the person in the workstation right next to you. It could be whatever it is. You have to evaluate and realize that your time is your only stock in trade. And if you allow people to rob you of it, you have diminished your opportunity or you have diminished your earning capacity. Correct. We all have the same 24. And here's the key thing. I, what, what, what differentiates uh, people in life is what they do with the final eight. Uh, you have eight hours of work, eight hours of sleep. The final eight is what's going to separate you. Eight hours of work, eight hours of sleep, the final eight. What you do with those eight determines your future. Are you studying? Are you preparing? Are you setting? Are you planning? Are you visualizing? Are you dreaming? What are you doing with those final eight hours can determine your future? Yes, you know, uh, we all like TV or this or that, but read out of another book, the average millionaire doesn't watch too much TV. The average successful, they don't have time for it. They're right. reinvesting their energy and their time for the future. And we got one shot, and we have a limited amount of time and space, and you got to make sure that you maximize it while you have it. Excellent point. Excellent point. We have uh, just one more minute. Anything you want to share before we, we, we get ready for the break? Well, you know what? My, my last point on this, opportunity is masked in work. And what I mean by that, many times the greatest opportunities, the greatest financial rewards 
are not dressed up the way you think they would be. So what are you saying? My mindset is every opportunity, I give it maximum effort because if you don't know if this is the one, my wife would laugh at me. I used to run to the mailbox and say, babe, a big check is coming to me. And she said, you are so crazy. I said, I know, but this is my mindset. I believe things are going to happen. I believe. And over a matter of time, she started believing what I believe. Well, guess what? I created an atmosphere, an environment where things that can happen so I always believe that it's coming my way. Why? Because guess what? If you put in the work, it's only a matter of time before you hit a home run. People go to batting practice over and over and over again. But guess what? When they hit the ball correctly, it's gone. So what are you saying? Every day you are preparing to hit your home run. Have an expectation that when you get up, that this is the day that you're going to do it. By doing that, slowly but surely, you're hitting home runs without even thinking about it because you have reset your mind to this new paradigm that this is who you are. Excellent point. Excellent point. And on that note, we're going to take our last break, Jomo. It's time for another short break, our final break, fastest hour of the week. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. I am your host, Ty Maynard, and my guest today is Dr. J, Dr. Jomo Cousins, and we're providing you with tips, techniques, tools, ideas to help you in your quest to have a successful new year. So stay tuned, and we'll talk to you when we come back. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network the way we do banking today continues to evolve no longer is it just brick and mortar locations or traditional bankers hours today banking is 24 7 it's in the home it's on the go it's digital tune in to breaking banks with brett king for a look at how traditional banking as we know it has changed due to a loss of trust Changing economic conditions and consumer behavior, government involvement, and of course, technology. What does it all mean? Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Ty Maynard or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or you can send an email to Ty at tymaynardgroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R group.com. 
Radio.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. You're listening to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something. I'm your host, Ty Maynard. My guest today is Dr. Jomo Cousins, and we're providing you with strategies and keys to developing a winning strategy for sales, business, and life for the upcoming new year. And we got to get our minds right right now. We can't wait to January 1. We have another 18 days or so, 19 days, and we're gonna, we need to capitalize on it. So, Jomo, uh, we have uh, some time left. And, man, I tell you, the time goes by fast. So can you kind of share with us some, some final tips to help Final us? tips. Uh, here's a key thing that I thought about. Um, I think it's going to be five or six quick in reference to 2014. Number one thing, you must have a defined purpose. You must have a defined purpose. What is it that you want to accomplish? Because ultimately that's, that's the, the building block for your, your mindset. This is my mindset. This is what I want to get done for this particular year. Uh, I have three. I have them written down. My wife knows them, number one. We got to finish our building project, number two. Uh, we want to double our food outreach, number three. We want to help with childhood drowning prevention. Boom. Those are my three. I'm going to focus in on those. So define purpose. Number two, mastery over self. Guess what? <laughs> there's a battle going on the inside of you. Yes, there's some days you don't feel like it, and some days you do, but you must master yourself, discipline yourself. It's much like exercise. It's much like dieting. It's all a matter of discipline. So if you want to be a super producer, you must discipline yourself to prospect. You must discipline yourself for lead follow-up. You must discipline yourself for role-playing. Guess what? I don't like role-playing either, but what I do not like is when a client comes with an objection I can't handle. So I therefore master it because I want to win. So I must have a mastery. Number three, learn from adversity. Guess what? We all get it. The key thing is to learn from it. If you lose a big deal, write down the notes. Learn from it. Uh, Ty, you talk about it all the time. When things happen, you break it down. You analyze it. You bury it if you have to. That's but right. the key thing is you learn from it. You grow from it. That's right. Uh, my fourth one, my fourth one, controlling associations. Uh, elevators taking you up or taking you down. I have a good joke I always say. <laughs> you got to be careful who you fellowship with. Who's in your ship? Who do you fellowship with? Who do you spend time with? We are the average of our friends. What we read and who we surround ourselves with is what we'll eventually become. So you have to be mindful of this. When I ask you right now, write down the five people you spend the most time with, and if they are not going where you want to go, you may have to change your ship. Understand this. You have to pre-qualify people for your future. Your future is too bright to have everyone there. You may have to have a pre-qualified process for your future. Control your associations. Fifth one time limited quantity so therefore we have to maximize our time as Ty said there's about 18 days left what are you going to do are you going to shut it down for the year or are you going to focus on maximizing your time and my last one harmony what I've learned to in life is 
those who get me out of my flow, I don't need to spend much time with. We all have different people that come into our life that all of a sudden you feel uncomfortable. Just, you're just not productive. Well, guess what? There may be some people that you need to eliminate. There has to be a certain balance, a certain harmony. And I realized this when I was in the NFL. Different longer, different locker rooms had different characteristics, different character, different atmosphere. You want to surround your people that foster the best you. That's all I have for you, Ty. As you, you know, have, uh, more input on that. Yeah, no, that's 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 excellent. And I, I, you just made me think about when you mentioned locker rooms. I thought about when Lou Holtz was a coach uh, for Arkansas. And uh, he had to make a really tough decision on two of his players because they didn't follow the rules. And he didn't see where it made sense to allow them to participate with the other team members for this big bowl game when they followed the rules and these other two key players didn't. So nobody gave his team a chance for winning the bowl now because his two best players, quarterback and running back, wow. were going to be on the bench. Wow. So. So they were in the uh, the locker room, and everybody was down, and nobody would look at each other, and they were they just they believed the press. They didn't have a chance. And then Lou Holtz came in and said, "You know, I had to make a tough decision, but in reality, those guys did not deserve to play with you guys. And I want to know individually, individually, what each of you are going to do to put us in." a place where we can win this game. And and the other running back said, I promise you that I'm going to get at least 100 yards today. And then a wide receiver said, I'm going to have at least 12 receptions today. And then a guard, offensive guard said, I'm going to see that no one gets past me to the quarterback. Then as each one got in and made their own individual commitment, they then realized as a team, they could pull this thing out. And as, as a matter of fact, in spite of what the press said about them, because Lou was able to help them change their mindset, they blew out the opposing team. Wow. Wow. And so you're right about who do you have around you? And are you, do you have people pouring into you that's helping you have the right mindset? Or do you have people that's bringing you down? Are you, or are you believing the press that other people are saying about you. And you know, both you and I, <laughs> if, we, if we listen to or pay attention to what people said we could or could not do, we would not be in the positions we're in today. Thank Absolutely God we, we, don't, we don't believe what other people think because right. we determine the outcome. And and in general, as usual, man, this 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 time is going by really quickly. Uh, I appreciate you 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 sharing the time with me and my audience again. And very quickly, if if in a minute or so, if you could tell them how to stay in touch with you, how to stay connected to you, I'm sure they'd appreciate it. Well, family, I, I thank you for this awesome opportunity. Uh, if you want to get in contact with me, you can contact me on Facebook. Uh, just Jomo Cousins, J O M O. C-O-U-S-I-N-S. You can leave a message. You can say thank you. You can uh, become a, a Facebook friend. And um, that's it. That's pretty simple. Love First Christian Center. Or you can go to our church uh, Facebook page, Love First Christian Center. Uh, if you want to check out our church website, lfcc.tv, lfcc.tv. 
or if you want to find me, you can Google me, J-O-M-O-T-O-U-S-I-N-S. Pretty simple. There's not too many Jomos out there, and uh, you can get in contact with me. Hey, thank you very much. And, and audience, as usual, our goal every, every week is to provide you with information, insight, thought-provoking things to, to help you make a difference. In the, in the lives of your customers, your coworkers, and we know, as we've said before, if you make a difference, if you focus on making a difference, the dollars come. But if we focus just on the dollars, they don't come and you don't make a difference. So let's, let's really evaluate and prepare for an, a strong new year. And, and the goal is this. If we have a tendency to start strong, we have a tendency to continue strong and therefore finishing strong and that's what we want to see happen with you and as you know my company has all types of services to help you we want to help you unlock your potential whether you are an organization or an individual give us a call our telephone number is 888-605-1040 that's 888-605-1040 if you're looking for training and development for your team or you as an individual coaching we can help you unlock your potential so our time is up again and thank you jomo for for participating with us and we will talk to you again next week but in the meantime in the meantime in the meantime forget patience let's sell something talk to you soon Thanks again for tuning in to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. Ty Maynard will be back next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We look forward to you joining us then. In the meantime, forget patience, let's sell something.